Hello, and welcome to the Salem Station Podcast, a show where we rank and review all of your favorite horror movies. I'm your co-host, Robert. And I'm your co-host, Alex, and today we have a guest, Cynthia. Hi! And this episode, we're going over movie number 90, the last the last movie on our 90s portion of the show. Finally After this gonna break going the nineties. Finally gonna break the nineties. Quick quick note before one? yeah, quick note before we start the, the show today. Uh sorry for the awkward schedule that we've had. <laughs> school has not been kind to us. Yes. Uh and I work and have school, so it's like a double double whammy. And I'm just lazy. Your luck. I'm just lazy. So that that just adds to the issue. Yeah, sorry about that. This is episode number 90, and that movie is 2008's Cloverfield. Unfortunately. The, yeah. Uh, I feel like we say that every episode, every episode. <laughs> I mean, I mean we're, we're at the bottom okay, of the I'm list. Sure. Yeah. Also, I might, I might re-explain the whole concept of the show, because I feel like I don't, I don't feel like I haven't explained it well. There's 95 movies on this list, as you probably may have gathered already. If you've watched this far, there's 95 movies that I've watched. I've watched all of them. My co-host hasn't watched all of them. He's seen a couple. This is based off of my rankings. I've ranked them all as in terms of preference. So my favorite is number one, obviously. My least favorite is 95. 95 is my least favorite, which, if you look back, is Critters. And so each episode, yeah. we go up the list uh, going towards my favorites. So then, you know... In terms of quality, I like Terrifier a little bit more than Critters, which is why it's 94. Then it's 93, which is Leprechaun. 92, which is I Know What You Did Last Summer. Then it's The Purge. This movie I like a little bit more than The Purge. And then next movie, yeah, I like a little bit more than yeah. this movie. And it goes on. And then eventually we'll the get to the good well, movies. Eventually, <laughs> yes. That's One why the, that's, that's why if you if you hear these episodes and you hear us complain about them, it's because they're my least favorite ones. Eventually, and we'll so get to good, good movies, yeah. Yeah. But this movie is on the bottom of the list. 2008's Cloverfield. It's uh, our first found footage film. Um, I'll explain what that means in a brief history of found footage. Last episode, we kind of touched upon it. But uh, we'll go in depth on this episode. And it's a found footage film about giant creature attacking the city. I think they're called the kaiju movies. Yeah. It's like Godzilla. Yeah. It's like Godzilla. Now, this movie would... The concept of that isn't that fascinating to me, to be honest. It would not have been on this list if not for the found footage aspect. I literally could have replaced this with Godzilla or something else. Yeah, it's, yeah definitely. Throughout the, throughout the entire movie, I was just like, this is basically Godzilla. Like, I watched a yeah. Godzilla but movie. Like, this is but like basically a shittier it. Godzilla. <laughs> but like... A yeah. slightly shittier Godzilla. A human point of view watching Godzilla destroy the city. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the only reason it's on my list because it's found footage, which is known. It's primarily used in horror. I I think it can be used in other genres, but it's mostly used in horror, and it's the only reason why it's on this list. Only reason it wouldn't even it critters would have made the cut, and not even this would have, <laughs> but. Hey, don't know what is found footage. Yeah, we have adopted the we have adopted the Kreitz as our unofficial mascot of Salem Station. We have. We will get Art. <laughs> art the clown. 
No, no. Art. <laughs> I mean, art of critics. I haven't talked to Robert about oh, this oh. at all, but I'm planning to get art done. So expect oh, to see that like relatively fan soon. Art and stuff. Yeah, fan art of uh, critters. Like... Me, me and Robert is critters. Oh, me. Oh, oh. <laughs> it just, I think it meant like us, like holding like critters. Or no, something. no, no, no. Or, I mean, way that better too, than I that. guess. But... Yeah, yeah. Nah. But I guess us is critters. Yeah, us is critters. That's going to be it. Yeah. Uh, I I honestly thought you meant like art as in art the cloud, and I was like, oh, you're just gonna grab a like characters from each movie, no, like they no, were no, gonna no. go on celebrity. <laughs> I mean, we could. That's another idea. Then then Ben Wilson. Let us know on the man. Instagram what you guys would rather see. Z- zombie Ben Willis. Zombie Ben. Oh God, no, please. Mm. If you mention him, you will be banned. <laughs> we will ban you. Uh, I will personally log into the account and ban your ass if I see Zombie John Willis or Ben Willis, whatever the fuck he was. But you might be asking yourself, what is found footage? If you haven't seen the last episode, which I, I mean, understand because I heard was the a mess. name is fairly the, the the name is fairly explainable. Explainable, yeah, it's self-explanatory. I don't know why. I can't yeah, speak to okay. It. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, we we have a podcast, and I still can't speak. Uh, no worries. I don't like speaking at all. I this I was only your idea. This, podcast. This, whole, this, <laughs> this whole operation was your idea. What the fuck you mean you don't yeah. like speaking? I thought it was just Robert, the horror fanatic, having all of his friends watch his favorite movies. Yeah, but, that's honestly the only reason why. Yeah. Yeah. It was just to like, um, guilt trip us into watching his movies. Me specifically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. Well, uh. What is found footage? In case if you don't know what that is, it's a subgenre of horror. It's one of the many subgenres. You know, there's many. You got zombie movies, Universal monster movies, uh, normal movies, slashers. This is one of the. Uh, this one actually boomed in popularity at the end of the '90s, uh, 2000s. What is it? Well, it's when you're looking at the events of the movie through the lens of a person. So it's usually first person. Most movies are obviously shot in third person. This these are usually first person, but what makes them unique is that they're usually behind the lens of a camera. Um, for instance, the two most popular uh, instances of found footage are the Blair Witch Project and Paranormal Activity, both which have right to be the most popular instances because the Blair Witch Project their hat found footage did exist. I think there's a movie called Cannibal Holocaust, which is a horror movie. Oh, um, yeah. I think that one had used it, but it wasn't until the Blair Witch that came out and ingrained itself into pop culture. Like Blair Witch, like during that era, 1999, when it came out, um, it became a huge success. Um, its budget insanely small because it's just the handheld camera that you're behind and you're seeing the events unfold. And Blair Witch, popular for popularizing found footage and then paranormal activity kind of give it an extra punch to give it an extra kick um and so yeah um i'm sure you guys at least know paranormal activity um yeah. it became a household name uh the way like chucky has um but yeah uh we will we'll get a bunch of other found footage films interesting takes on found footage like the movie unfriended uh, it isn't actually a handheld camera, rather it's through webcams. Um, but yeah, that's what this movie is. And it's the only reason why this movie is on this list, I think, because the concept, as I said, of a monster kind of just raging through a city isn't that intriguing. When they kind of 
added this element of found footage to it. It was like, oh, like it. It's kind of interesting. It's kind of interesting, but I kind of don't care about people I'm watching. <laughs> I, I kind of don't care about the movie. Yeah, yeah. I, no, really I mean, don't. I don't know. The movie it really doesn't. I don't. It doesn't make you care for the characters too much. Not until the end, at least. And even at the end, you're yeah. like, "Well, and that kind of the- sucks." Yeah. Oh, I think what added more to that was that it's like you have this giant raging monster that's not really real while they like if they threw in something that's I don't know more psychological on a smaller level like an, a human can actually do maybe it would have made it scarier but the giant monster just like we said before um, threw me back to Godzilla just Godzilla was just on my brain the entire time and Godzilla is so much better not only a better movie but like just a better idea yeah it's just a better idea overall yeah which we'll go over into the idea of this franchise in a second because i have a lot to rant about but (laughs) um but what when it comes to found making found footage films they do tend to be cheaper because you're filming with like an everyday device whether it be through a phone or a camera it isn't like using like your casual cinematography it's inherently yeah, cheaper. Um, cheaper. You don't have to worry about shots or how things will look because it's what an everyday person would film. But that being said, when you do do that, you have to have a good reason as to why the person keeps on filming. For instance, Blair Witch Project, the reason they keep on filming is for the doc- the reasons for a documentary. They want to capture the witch, which is why they keep on filming this idea of this witch in the Bricketsville forest, which we actually watched. And I think Cynthia joined us for that, so she can probably compare that to this. Um, Paranormal activity, the reason why they keep filming, you know, having the cameras in the bedroom and having a a handheld device is because they want to capture the the paranormal, well, activity. (laughs) They want to capture the paranormal activity that's occurring in the household, Um, which I think the demon's name is Tommy in that one. There has to be a reason why. I've seen found footage where, like, Unfriended, for instance. Unfriended is a good instance where the camera has to keep on rolling because the the cyber witch, Laura Barnes, tells them if they leave or hang up, they die. So it gives them a reason to keep the webcam on. Um, the taking of Deborah Logan, another one, which I think does it all right. This movie, I feel like, has no reason to do that. Literally, the reason why they start filming at the beginning is because this character named Rob is leaving to Japan and... He, they're, they're recording this this party to give him the found the the footage afterwards, and he could look at it while he's away and remember of his friends. But why would you keep on recording the disaster going out through the city? Who's gonna want to look back on that? You know. Not only um, that, but the the person recording was drunk of his ass. Yeah. 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 I I actually forgot to ask something that I normally do. Uh, well, already already putting up the movie and forgetting the outline i have for these episodes uh cynthia do you have a favorite horror movie that you enjoy or one you want to see and about having had the chance of seeing one that intrigues you i don't know i i enjoy horror movies but i've never really like had like a favorite in in that department mm-hmm. i guess i'm more into like thrillers things where like the villains end up winning because oh. that's how I, I just personally like I'm tired of seeing like the good guys winning sometimes. Yeah. So uh, that's just me. Um Pet Cemetery seen... is actually really good. I actually really enjoyed that one. Mm, yeah. But Have I saw seen... the, the new one, so uh and Robert hyped up like the older ones for me, so I yeah. hope to watch those. 
Yeah, it's funny because you've seen the new one, but not the old one. And I've seen the old one, but I haven't seen the new one. So it's like an interesting, like, it was weird when we were discussing it because you were like hitting some beats and you're like, Robert, what are you talking about? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then we realized, oh, it's different ones. Um, yeah. yeah, we can watch both just to see how they compare. I like the old one. Sometimes dead is better. I don't know. I just like it. But, um, but yeah, Pet Cemetery. I'll have you on for that episode, I guess. Yay. Oh, I do like that movie though, so it's pretty high up, so it won't be for a while. <laughs> but yeah. But you said you like villains winning. I have you seen Saw, the first one? Uh I saw yeah. Yeah. That one I do like. I know people have like this preconceived idea of what Saw is, you know, this it's it's it I believe it started off the another subgenre that's popular in horror called the tortured porn subgenre, where it's people just getting their bodies torn apart. Like in one of the Saw movies, I forget which one it is, there's this woman whose head is in a contraption and like her scalp's getting ripped off. It's just seeing random stuff. Hostel is another franchise that is under the torture porn subgenre, but uh, people have this conceived idea of, which is right, you know, uh, mm-hmm. that Saw is like this this gory, messy, bloody movie, which it kind of is. But the first one is pretty tame. I'm trying to get people to watch Saw. People are like, I don't want to watch it. I don't want to get disgusted. But it's it's pretty tame. It's more of a it's more of a crime mystery is what it is. Psychological, um, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more that. Um, it's not. I mean, there obviously are some moments because it's what inspires the rest of the franchise. But it's it's really good. It's really it's like the ring. It's it's the ring. People think it's Samara coming out of the TV and whatnot, which that is in there. But it's both are a crime. It's like a mystery you you want to see solved, and it's really satisfying. The ring, not the ring. Uh, the saw is, I believe, made by James Wan and Lee Wanell. James Wan would go on to, okay, well. He started the Saw franchise, which is a juggernaut of a franchise, and went on to do Insidious, which restarted, which started that franchise, and then went on to do Conjuring 1 and 2, which started another franchise. The guy starts franchises, and he makes great horror films. Um, and Lee Wanell, who was the other guy who helped Saw, uh, who helped make Saw, he went on to direct recently the new Invisible Man movie. So yeah, both guys, great in horror um, usually in their movies, they put like little Billy the Puppet uh, nods in there. So I know in Aquaman, there was like little Billy the Puppet because James Wan directed that. Wow, I went on a tangent. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I guess I can have you on any one of those episodes that we do. All um, right, I look forward to that then. What would you say was your overall opinion on the movie Cloverfield? Um, it was entertaining to watch. I mean, I'm pretty simple. I, if it catches my eye, you know, it's a good movie for me. But like the ending, I I, I like the ending the best. It's just it was, I don't know, something about the ending just really made it for me. But uh, the events yeah. leading up to it, it was kind of cheesy in some sense. <laughs> yeah, I see what you mean. Like, this. Oh, what about you, Alex? What are your thoughts on the movie overall? Um, Shitter Godzilla. Alrighty, alrighty then. Uh, it's a sum it up. I mean, okay. Let me let me go a little deeper than that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. It it was alright. I mean, it was relatively entertaining. Uh, I mean, it kept your attention a lot better than some of the other movies that we've been watching. But I don't know. Just uh, 
I, I just kept thinking back to Godzilla. And comparing it to, I couldn't help but compare it to like Godzilla and other kaiju movies that do it so much better. Yeah. And I think a lot of people agree, right? Like, isn't I think this is like the yeah. worst rated movie out of the the quote unquote oh. trilogy that they have going on. No, this is the second. Uh, people usually claim that Cloverfield Paradox is the worst, the mm. third one. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, yeah, no, like I mean that just this story. Yeah, that just made it worse. Yeah, it made it. Worse. I'll go into the legacy of this movie. It's yeah. oh, it's gonna be a long portion, even though it's only three movies. But boy, if I got something to say about it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> we should probably get into the movie. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> that's why everybody's we here. start discussing what the movie is. So the movie starts off. Um, by the way, movie directed by Matt Reeves, guy knows how to direct the movie. I love his planet the the new Planet of the Apes trilogy. Um oh, really I still great. Need, I've I still seen, need to watch that. Still need to watch the final. Seen, seen all three in theaters, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, War of the Planet of the Apes. All good. Love them all. The guy knows how to make a movie. This one for some reason falters. I don't know what it is, but I don't know. Matt Reeves, what happened here? <laughs> But yeah, and it's produced by J.J. Abrams, one of my least favorite people in Hollywood. And Come I will on, explain man. why. Come on, man. Sorry, J.J. Abrams. I know people like you, but I will rant about you after. But anyways, so we'll go into the plot of this movie. Uh, so yeah, as I said, it starts off. It actually, what I think is pretty cool, before you actually see like footage from the camera you see it's like a black screen it's like a gray screen and there's words and it says like property of the u.s department of defense and it states that like this movie is like part of the government now and you're like and it's paused for a second so you think like is the movie going like what's wrong and then the footage starts and you're like and then you'll see at the end where this kind of ties into that but the video the footage is part of the, the government owns it now and and the the they the government uh, designates the footage and calls it Cloverfield. So the footage you see it starts off with like this this guy named Rob and he's waking up in his apartment or something. I don't know. And he has a he has a camera that it's his and he's gonna have a farewell party. And so one of his friends, I think, ends up using it to record. Uh, it was his brother. His name? brother got yeah, Rob's brother. camera. Yeah. Oh, but. He like pawned it off on him, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think his name is was it Jason? HUD? No, was it HUD? Who, who, yeah, no, HUD, HUD, HUD was HUD. the one uh, doing no, no, the HUD. recording. HUD's recording, recording right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was so, Rob not, and Jason. So, so okay, so HUD is recording. He's the friend. Yeah, HUD. <laughs> HUD his picture is so funny. HUD is the best friend of Rob, and he's the one who's seen recording the majority of the movie. He's, he's best friends with Rob. I think Rob's brother is Jason. And Rob's brother is Jason. Jason's dating this chick named Lily. And Rob likes this girl named Beth. Uh, Beth. He's kind of mad at himself for not having made any moves with her, I believe. And also, there's heavily intoxicated. <laughs> uh, and then... So, so we're filming Rob's. It, Rob's moving to Japan, which I think is a nod to kaiju movies because Godzilla originated from Japan, right? So yeah. it's probably like, oh, like this is what we're referencing. He's moving to Japan, you know. It's it's a circle, you know. We're tying it back together, and you see uh, Hud 
who is a complete dick. I don't know why we're following this guy. I would rather see what Jason would be from his point of view, but we're seeing it from HUD's point of view. And he's 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 just drunk and he's in charge of filming. The reason why he's filming is because he's in charge of filming all the goodbyes. Well, uh, the reason why he's in charge is because Jason was like, I don't want to do this. Oh, you yeah. do this. And Lily was yeah. like, why aren't you doing it? He's like, oh, no, I asked him to do it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Oh, okay, so Jason, yeah, Jason was in charge of filming, but he didn't want to do it. So he gave it to HUD. Who, come on, Jason, you should have filmed. This movie would have been better if you were filming. But HUD's in charge of filming it instead. Why? Because it would have ended? <laughs> too soon, too soon. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I well, agree, though. Too, I agree. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll move on to that. We'll, a little bit yeah. of a spoiler for the future. <laughs> so, HUD's, so HUD's filming all the goodbyes, and he's going to people like, say your goodbye to Rob, and he's filming it. But, but the, instead of filming you, like everyone, he goes to this one chick who's name whose name is marlena Marlena. and he's like he's like into her so he's filming literally the rest of the party the rest of the night is just filming her and you can tell that she's uncomfortable like he's like oh like who's your like say your goodbye and she's like i don't even know the guy i'm just here because like a friend invited me and he's like no come on like it'll be great and he's like do you remember me and i was like he's trying to like I get her, like conversation going with her, but she's not interested, and he's like completely drunk and completely out of it. Like, come on, man! Uh, Rob enters, and he didn't realize that there was a surprise party, and they're all like, "Surprise!" And then he's like, "Yay!" Like everyone's here except for Beth. She comes in later, who Rob likes, but Beth, I think, comes in with another guy. She, co- yeah, she comes in with another dude, and, uh, and Rob is Rob's like jealous. Yeah, very yeah, jealous. And he- and you could see that like the party isn't going that well for him. Like he was surprised at first and excited for the party thrown for him, but then once he sees Beth with another guy, he's like, "Oh, like okay, I guess I'll just go sit down I, over I here in the that corner." That was really funny the way they did that in the film because you could see the automatic shift. It was like joyous person to like really depressed, and uh, it made me laugh just seeing that just <laughs> instant shift. Yeah, and then. So, like, it's all depressed. And then Beth decides to just go home because I think she gets in an argument with Rob and she and her guy, they're like, like let's just leave. And they leave. And they're like, okay, like, just, I mean, let's just continue having fun. And then they feel, like, the earth shake. And there's, like, this large, like, booming noise, like, this crashing sound. And they, like, like what was that? What was that? And they all go to, like, the roof of the building. Oh, yeah, I forgot. The sixth place in New York. Because it obviously does, you know, you gotta have so New York get destroyed by mutant creatures or yeah. crocodiles and the whatnot. And so they go to the top and they're like, like, what is it? Can you see? And you see like this fire, like like on the horizon, and they're like, What is that? Like, I don't know. And so they all go to the street because like cause everything's still shaking, the, the building's didn't, moving around. Didn't like a, a building collapse? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think that was once they were on the street. Once they were on the street. Was it? I thought it was when they were on like the like the earthquake happened. It's like first instinct, obviously go to the roof, because why not, right? Yeah, let me go to the highest point of the building. (laughs) So if I fall, it'll be quick. I could have sworn a Hey, they don't live in California. Probably might have been. It's been a week since we've seen this. Um yeah, complete transparency, it has been a week since we saw this goddamn movie. To be yeah. fair, school's been rough. I work. pulled a fucking all nighter the other night. I have been sleep yeah. deprived. Give us a break. I should not. 
I try not to pull all nighters because I usually have like work the following day and I don't want to be at work sleep deprived. I want to keep my job, guys. But no, you don't. No, you're right. I have any chance <laughs> you every time I talk to this man, every time I talk to this man, he's like, I should quit. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he's like Julian Enrique, right? Yeah, yeah uh, our friends uh, who work at uh, Home Depot and Lowe's and have like a gang war going on. <laughs> I guess, but uh, but yeah, they go to the they go to the floor. They go, I mean, they go to the street level, um, and they're like, like, what's that? What's that? Like fire? Like what's what's causing this? Like, can you catch it on film? And they see like what appears to be like balls of fire, like like go into the sky, and balls one of them of crashes fire. into yes, a, balls of fire. one of them crashes into a building and they're like what is that and then it crashes onto the street and it's the head of the statue of liberty which i'll admit is pretty cool that's pretty that was cool. pretty sick that was pretty sick it was it was yeah. it actually scared me not gonna lie because yeah that's like seeing the it it because i wasn't expecting that i was like oh, okay like whatever like the the beginning of the movie because it was just all mellow for me and then just having that just like i'm pretty easy to scare <laughs> So that's why I love yeah. horror, but why I also hate it. So yeah, no, I'll be honest. That actually not like it didn't like jump scare me, but it also kind of like terrified me in a way because, like you know, we like you assume like it's just a creature bumping into buildings, knocking things over, or whatnot. But the fact that it was able to launch the head of the Statue of Liberty, not only decapitate it, but launch it well into the city, like that's pretty terrifying if you think about it. Like to put that into perspective. And so, yeah, the head just tumbles onto the street, and it's almost like, oh, okay, this is this ain't no earthquake then. It's something launched this. Also, I'm pretty sure it's there for symbolism or something. I don't know. But yeah, anyway. I can see the metaphor they tried to do. Yeah. And so I believe they do get, like, he zooms in on, like, the like the flames and everything of, like, what's, like, a couple blocks down. And he sees, like, the shadow move. You don't quite get a good look at it, but you see, like, this shape move and he's like there's something there there's something there and that's when they see another building collapse and they run into like this little store area um this little retail area like a little like 7-eleven or something they all run yeah they run into it and you see like the whole street just engulfed in like ash and smoke which by the way looked pretty similar to our conditions a couple weeks ago because there was a fire nearby where we live so yeah relatable let's just say yeah yeah let's just say a gender reveal went crazy but yeah and the whole street's covered in ash and fire and smoke it's all gray and they're like they're like like what's going on what's going on and i believe they see a tv and they're 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 playing like this 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 footage of the news and they're from a helicopter and so you're seeing down below is what their perspective is you're seeing you see the creature for like the first time. It's not well, it's not a well shot view of the creature, but you kind of see it kind of like hunched over between the buildings, just knocking things down. And that's when they decide, like, okay, let's get out of here. Like, let's leave the store. And they go out and they they follow the the crowd of people and they're leaving the island. They're like, we have to get off this island and go onto the mainland. And that's when they start. Uh, it's Jason, who's the brother, Rob. HUD, who's filming it, and Lily. Those four. And Marlena. Uh, and Mar- and Mar- yeah, Marlena. Did you say that? No, 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 I didn't say it. I meant, okay. I meant like, of course, her character. Her character really doesn't even need to be there, but Marlena is there, too. Those five are going 
and they're going to go onto the bridge and they're on the bridge and like they're they stopped because they're like looking at all the fire and all the rampage for the city and they're leaving it all behind they're leaving it all behind they think they're safe and they they see the monster they're like okay we're moving past it we're moving past it we're, we're on safety and then they kind of stop on the bridge because it's full it's it max capacity congested. yeah like that gives that gave me anxiety because if i if i didn't see that this year i would have been fine but seeing it like knowing like the six the whole six feet distancing like every time i see a crowd that big like in a movie or something i'm like something doesn't seem right here it's like oh no that's just that's today that's but yeah i, I got anxiety from just looking at that like uh counted people but um yeah they stopped and you see this helicopter like flying over them and jason jason somehow got ahead of them and they're like he's in the crowd like like he hey guys like pushed away by people but that, like that was both scary and both like annoying yeah. all these like crowds and seeing people like just in fucking chaos that yeah. that got me i'm like oh no that's that's bad like that that's scary and then but i'm like if you're in that situation the thing you would want to do is like tightly hold on to the people close to you and yeah. jason's just like he he got it's like when you're, you're holding on to a child he just went away somehow and you're just like where'd you go how'd you get there and yeah but to be honest you know? i think what makes it terrifying is the fact that that would actually happen like you know people would just shove each other i'm surprised they didn't show a scene of like people getting stampeded yeah, yeah, when the, running uh, stampede in those on that crowded bridge yeah. i kind of would have expected to see people like it's new york yeah something. no one gives a fuck um, new york. <laughs> um but yeah they're they're leaving and it make so and then there's like a helicopter above and so jason's like pretty far away and they're you see the i mean they're filming jason hud's like jason like come back over here or uh, no jason's like come over here like come on like i'm halfway to the bridge i'm halfway across the bridge like come on we're almost there and you see like this huge tentacle just come out of the ocean and just snap the bridge in half jason's gone i think it also like gets a helicopter while it's at it jason is dead and then you see you see everyone on the parts of the bridge that remains before it starts to collapse they just start running back they're like okay well then back to the island it is and everyone's just running it's complete chaos pandemonium i i searched up how he died and it's like he died by uh being crushed by clover's tail so oh that was his tail oh I guess. By the way, they call the creature Clovey. It's like this huge... Have you seen... Guys, those of you listening, and I don't recommend you look it up, but if you've seen Alien Resurrection, there's an alien called the Newborn. Picture oh that, but the size of a building. <laughs> Is that not what it looks like, kind of-ish? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> I just realized that. Don't look up the newborn from Alien Resurrection. Yeah, you don't want to do that. He's the most hideous thing I've ever seen. And I've seen some pretty messed up things in horror. Don't look that up. But uh, just look up Clovey. Clovey from Cloverfield. You get an idea what it looks like. But yeah, and they start scrambling back onto the bridge. Actually, before the bridge snapped in half, which reminded me of a movie that I do enjoy, Final Destination 5. I know I always talk about the Final Destination movies, but in that, in each movie, there's an accident that starts the plot of each movie in final destination five it's a bridge collapse and it is the most it is the best 
bridge collapse I have ever seen. I love Final Destination 5. But anyways, I digress. Um, that's what it reminded me of. And they start running back. They're like, well, we can't get off the island now. We're stuck here. You see the, actually the Navy or Army or whatever. I don't know. I'm not a military guy. They show up because obviously they would. The government would deploy them ASAP. And so they show up and they start attacking the monster. And you see, you know, HUD's filming it. You see it through his perspective. You know, the army show up. Tanks, missiles are showing up, blowing the creature. Doesn't seem to be doing any damage at all. He's big. And then you see these things fall from clothing. You're like, what is that? And they're like parasites. They're like smaller little versions of him that like are fast and agile. And they start like attacking people and like clawing at them, which is pretty terrifying, actually. Until you get a close enough look at it and you're like, oh, that's horrible CGI. But anyways. It's funny um, CGI. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I mean. I think you're missing a really uh, important point that's driving this movie which is that uh rob got a call from beth and uh oh he, uh, yeah he, oh the dumbest entire goal yeah is to save her find her wherever she may be <laughs> yeah yeah he, i think what actually happened on the bridge before it collapsed because he was on the bridge remember he got like a call or something i i don't remember when he got the call i just remember he's like we need to go find her and i'm just like yeah, and they yeah. said running, but I was so stupid. Oh. Just let it go. Yeah, it, it was honestly probably just the only reason to keep the movie going. But yeah, I think he was on the bridge. I think this... No, that actually, you know what? It's not Jason's fault that he was pushed forward. Because Rob stopped because he got the call. He got the call from Beth, and she was like, hey, I'm stuck in my apartment. Like, I can't leave. Like, there's debris everywhere. Like, help me. And he, I remember he stopped on the bridge and he started looking back on the city and everyone else, I guess Jason just assumed that everyone was going forward and he kept flowing before. So it's technically Rob's fault that Jason's dead. But anyways, but then again, they would have all died if they would have been in Jason's position. But um, Rob then forces everyone else to follow. Not really force them, but he's like, I got to go help her. Beth is stuck in her apartment and I'm going to save her. He doesn't know if she's alive or not because he calls back and she doesn't answer. They go into this electrical store, right? Oh, I think that's where they... Yeah, yeah, I think that's where they see the Clovey on TV, right? Yeah. I, oops, my bad. I think I said that earlier. Never mind, it happens in this scene. But uh, yeah, they go into the little store, which I assumed was earlier, but actually happens right now, into the convenience store. And... They go to the metro to see how to go to her apartment or something? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they go to the metro, subway station, and, you know, HUD makes a stupid joke. Like, oh, you really think that the trains are operating at this hour? Of course not, but it's it's a means of traveling without having to deal with the creature above. But they remain there for a bit. They're, like, contemplating what to do. And he's, like, he's mapping mapping out his little plan. He's, like, I got to go save her. We got to use this route. Go there. It's a shortcut. And then we'll come back. So they, they... Yeah, they're going through the tunnels, and it's at that moment that they encounter the parasites from above. And the one of them bites Marlena, I think, like yeah. in the back. Yeah, it's it's a pretty disgusting bite, actually. Like it's pretty like gnarly. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Pretty bad. Yeah, they managed to fight them off for a second before going into like this this other closed off area where there's like vending machines and whatnot. They make it's it up a... to a was it a department store or something? uh not yet i think oh yeah yeah yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. The, 
they yeah. went into like this utility area yeah where, like or whatever and then they made it to like a department store yeah and they're like walking through the department store and then all of a sudden they get this like bright ass light flash in their eyes and it's the military yeah yeah they're yeah. using the, the department store as like a makeshift like hospital base base yeah. thing because there's there's a lot of soldiers with like limbs just everywhere it was gnarly <laughs> limbs yeah. everywhere yeah. I remember, yeah, I remember when we were watching this, and and we all saw the bright light. Well, I already knew what was gonna happen, but everyone was like, "Oh, is it dawn already? Like, is it day already?" Yeah, it looked like it was day. Right? I was like, like they've been in that tunnel for that long." Like, Dad, it's already the next day, and it was the military. It's like, oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> the military, they're like, "Okay, like, how did you guys survive?" And they're like, "Oh, these the subway systems in one lot." Marlene starts bleeding from her eyes. In a really terrifying way, and the army's like, "What happened?" And they like, "Well, she was bit." And he's like, "Oh, quarantine her, quarantine her." Yeah. And they yeah, like, she, they, they she pulls a, they off. pull a, they pull a Ghostbuster and like, "We got a live one," and they, and they drag her away, <laughs> and they they take her yeah. out of tarp, and all you see is her like screaming, and then she just fucking explodes. Well, you see her bloating up a little bit, yeah. and then and then she just explodes. And Hut, this is Hud's love interest. So Hud's yeah, like, literally, oh my God, not oh my thirty God. minutes later, like they had like a a nice moment where they're like bonding, and then she fucking explodes in front of him. Yeah. At this point, yeah. you, at this point, you realize this guy's just catching all of his friends dying on camera. <laughs> yeah, well, in vivid, in vivid HD, in vivid He's HD. Yeah, well, <laughs> we we don't see her explode. It's implied because it's behind the tarp. What do you yeah. think happened? Do you think? <laughs> she's dead. No, well, I mean, yeah, the blood spurted, but you... <laughs> Yeah, I think she's I mean, dead, like, Robert. No, I mean, like, like why though? Do you think like like an alien when like an alien came out of her, like a creature burst out of her, or do you think like? I think there was a probably a reaction with the monster saliva and like a human's blood because they said a couple people did that. So um... a couple people oh. casually exploded. Yeah, you know, I, I had real like zombie like video game vibes from this like where like yeah. floaters mm. just exploding and everything yeah yeah that, that would make sense yeah i was i don't know like i imagine like a creature just like exploding out of her maybe just because alien fan in me yeah but, I, was about, I, I was about to say aliens has ruined you my man any sci-fi movie i see i just, just compare it to alien which this is a sci-fi movie so i compared it to that but anyways um yeah they see their friend get blown up you know rob then tells the one of the army men who's telling that, you know, we have helicopters that will escort you off the island. And he's like, no, um, I need to save this person who means the world to me. Yeah, he's like, well, if you insist. If you go out through this way, you can go out to, like, whatever, like, lane or city or, sorry, street that is. Yeah, he's like, well, at this, no, he's like, okay, like, set your watch to this time. Like, at this certain time, uh, the helicopters are going to leave. So if you do go try to get her, like use these alleys but be back by this time because if you're not we'll all be gone you don't want to be here for what happens next oh yeah he also tells <laughs> yeah. them like uh uh by the way uh if we're you're gonna not back fucking by this time, nuke this place. we have orders to level this city <laughs> yeah we have orders to yeah, nuke. And the guy, guy's like what do you mean level the city and i'm like come on man the military's only got one option for that <laughs> they have but, a big um, shiny red button that says nuke that's all yeah. you need to know <laughs> That says New York. Who was that? 
<laughs> they have a button that I just bet. they have a button that just wipes New York off all the history books automatically. <laughs> yeah. Knowing how often New York is attacked in movies. I mean, wasn't it attacked in the Transformers movie? Of course it was. Yeah. It's it's used in literally anytime you want to see a city get destroyed, it's always New York. Giant uh, lizards, New or York. LA. Or LA. Features, New York. I think Robots, it's easier for New, New York because you have all these high-rise, tall buildings, and you know. Yeah, I feel like the government probably has an actual thing ready for New York after oh, everything that's in like media. Like, I don't know, poor New York. But anyways, um, <laughs> they're like, eh, okay, it. like we, and then so they're like, okay, thank you, Army Man. We'll be back by this time for the helicopters. Let's go <laughs> thank get you, back, Army Man. <laughs> so it, it's just Rob. Billy and HUD remaining. We've got Jason out. Sucks to see you go, man, but you went out in a cool way. I like seeing that bridge collapse. Marlena, you kind of sucked, but still you cool seeing you blow the up. Bank. <laughs> uh, ha, 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 that's depressing. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they go find her. They somehow manage to cross the streets without much interruption i guess or maybe they do i don't remember they, they do they do reach the building they, they climb to, like, up put, didn't they uh like oh they dodged like some army men shooting missiles yeah, they now. Saw art, like, yeah you miss a whole scene where they hit, by the way yeah you're like oh yeah they made it without much trouble you're missing a whole scene where they got fucking stuck <laughs> in the middle of a gunfight between the, the army <laughs> and clovey fucking all these like tanks rolling in these dudes with like bazookas and missile launch. Like, yeah, and you're and you're whatever. sitting here. You're like, yeah, they made it without much <laughs> effort. What the fuck? Without a scratch. Honestly, without a scratch. <laughs> Didn't one of them get yeah. shot? No. No, I don't think so. I think the most damage was that Lily was in fucking heels the entire time, and she was <laughs> running through all this. Oh, Jurassic World. They do make it to her building. They go up the stairs, and the building's just torn apart. Like it's a it's a mess, and they like traverse it like carefully because there's like things hanging on barely by other things, and there's wires and whatnot. They find her in like her chest. Like there's like I think it's a piece of rebar, right? Like that's yeah, like in a piece of rebar. But it was it was in her shoulder, like between her shoulder and like her heart. Almost, it's almost near that yeah. area, right? Yeah, and. Yeah, she, it, it was like she got slightly above. She got fucked. Yeah, is, is the language you're looking for. <laughs> yeah, and so Rob goes to her, and she's like not responding. So for a second, you're like, "Damn, you went through all that just to die here." <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. at the end, she does open her eyes, and she's like, "We should like, probably oh. explain how they got to her apartment because that was another shit show." Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. I mean, it was like Indiana Jones. You see the Jones. video? You see one tower just fully like it's still standing. The other tower is leading into it. And you're like, oh, that's not how buildings are supposed to work. We're architects. We know. Yeah, we're like. We not know good how ones. Works. <laughs> not go good up, ones, but we know yeah. something. Yeah, they right. go up to the like the building that's still like still standing, basically. Like the, the one that's architecturally you can walk in still. And the first thing they do, go to the fucking elevators. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> those not are going to work. work. Yeah. Then they have to run up God knows how many flights of stairs to get up to the roof and parkour their way into the other building. <laughs> parkour. Yeah. Or to find Beth. 
Now, where was the guy she was with? Who knows? He probably fell off or something. Was he crushed or something? Probably. He's never I mentioned again. It was just a plot device to get Roth mad. That's all. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I, don't care about the I don't even know what his name was. Heck, I barely remembered Marlena's name. But anyways, they find her. They they yank that piece of rebar out of her chest like ow, I guess. Which is um, not the thing you're supposed to do, by the way. Complete opposite. Yeah. Because then the blood just gushes out, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, I'm surprised they, like, she didn't bleed out. And then their patchwork, their, like, very rough patchwork was, like... I would have expected a little more. Like, they could have torn down, like, the drapes or the sheet, anything to make her, like, a makeshift band-aid. Nah. It was just, like, a jacket over her, and it's like, okay, why not? The four of them now, Lily, Robin, Beth, and Hud, they, they, they make it to where the army guy told them to go at. So they make it. The helicopters, you see them taking off, and on one helicopter, they only have one seat left. And they're like, okay, Lily, go. Lily, go. Lily, go towards the helicopter. And for a moment, you think, oh, this helicopter's going to go down. Nah, it, I mean, it goes away safely. She's safe. Lily has been saved. Okay, now we have three people left. Hud, uh, Rob, and Beth. And they're like, well, there's no more seats in that helicopter, so probably going to die. And then another one comes in last moment, last to check for, alrighty, guys, like, we have some seats open here. And they're like, okay, okay. And then the three of them board. Uh, last moment, you see everything like buildings continue to collapse, and they start. They just leave. The helicopter leaves, and they all like crying of joy. And they're like, "Like man, we're leaving this dumpster fire of a city." And the camera zooms in on Clovey as they're about to say their final goodbye, and then Hud does say his final goodbye when Clovey attacks the helicopter, and knocks it into the sky, killing him. <laughs> yep. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, they they, no. they survived. They were still not that far off the ground, I don't think. Yeah, so they somehow survived. No, 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 no. They landed he, in this open field. This yeah, open they crashed space. in this open field. Oh, and then yeah. HUD races back for the camera. And he looks up, and Clovey's staring straight at him. And then Clovey just eats him. Like, rips him <laughs> apart. So That's you're like, funny. oh, there's going to be like a nice moment here. But no, he just rips him apart. And then the camera somehow falls from his hands, right? Because he was holding yeah. it. And then yeah. for some godforsaken reason, Rob goes back for the fucking camera. And picks it up. Yeah. I think I, I honestly thought HUD died. Helicopter. I honestly wished I'm already wishing for him to die. But um you you're right. I forgot. They fall down. Clovey eats him. Clovey straight up eats him, drops the camera. And again, kind of how Cynthia says, like, Rob picked it up. But, like, like in found footage movies, you have to have a reason why. It makes sense in Blair Witch, in Unfriended, in Paranormal Activity. Why would Rob do it here? Why? The camera literally has no importance to him. Like, you know what I mean? Like, why would Rob pick it up other than to see the story continue? That's my issue with found footage. You have to do it right. There has to be a reason why. There's a specific movie. way. And uh, the way they did it was just like... Nope. Yeah, this movie I think either used found footage for the budget or to get it more of a horror feeling, which is I would say it succeeded in that for being for making it on the list because if not, it wouldn't have been on my list. But also, like, you need a reason why. Don't cop out. But anyways, they do. Rob picks up the camera, and he and Beth go under a bridge, and 
they're like, okay, we have to say our goodbyes or something, and they're like, I'll we love each other, and they start like hugging and whatnot, and they're like, okay, like we're just gonna wait for some transport to come pick us up, and then I guess they remember or the viewer rather remembers what the army man had to say about leveling the city, and you see these jets fly over the city, and you're like. Oh, okay. The moment I've been waiting for. And yeah, the whole camera just shakes, rocks collapse. Everything ends. That's gotta be a high kill count. And I don't think it's mentioned. Count. I don't think that doesn't go to score streak. So yeah, the movie ends there. And then at the end of the movie, um, I think it's restated that it's a property of the US government. So at some point at some actually no actually no the movie does not end there because once when the camera's hit by the nuke it kind of switches the recording to a prior recording which shows rob and beth at a ferris wheel and i guess it's the day before to... wasn't it yeah i think it's like a, like a day before and it's kind of hit to like i know give you like an emotional punch as to like oh look at these people look at their relationship oh now they're dead look but it have been also, something I didn't notice, but that was, uh, I think Cynthia or Alex told me about, is that in the background of that recording, they're on Coney Island. I'm pretty sure it's Coney Island. They're, they're on a fair. Yeah. And you see, like, they're recording, like, the ocean out, like, you know, you, you see the water and you see this thing fall out of the sky. You pay, you have to pay really close attention. It falls out of the sky. It's pretty far away, but it's pretty big because it makes a splash. And then they go back to them and they're like, oh, yeah, like, this is us signing off. Bye. And and then it says, you know, property of property of the Department of Defense and the government owns it. So assuming if you follow the events, New York is nuked. And then I guess the army has to come back in to pick up the web, the camera. So I'm assuming that the army rolls into New York after it's been nuked. They find the footage probably to analyze further what Cloverfield is. Movie ends credits roll and yeah what would uh cynthia what would you say would be your favorite scene from the movie uh favorite scene was uh the events leading up to the bridge so like the anxiety the the clustered of the crowds the like you still technically haven't seen a monster yet which i i think that makes uh the movie slightly stronger in the beginning where you don't see it because it's like what is it what the hell are they talking about yeah. uh, the second they bring it in it's, it, it just goes downhill for me but uh yeah, yeah. it's kind of like remember when we watched bill bill blair witch project i remember like the scene where heather's like what the hell is that but you don't see what it is yeah. it's almost like like what made her scream and say that which again another found footage film and i'm referencing it because of course i would but blair witch does that which like what is that but you don't see what it is but yeah, once you see Clovey, it's like, oh, okay, then I guess. <laughs> but what about you, Alex? What's your favorite scene? Credits. <laughs> nah, fuck it. Okay. Um, I don't know. All the scenes with the actual monster are pretty sick. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite scene would be, again, like kind of have Cynthia said, leading up to the appearance of the monster, like where they're in the street and you see the Statue of Liberty head just bounce from building to building and then you see just the shape move and all the smoke but you don't know what it is you just see an outline moving I, I, uh, 
people like what is it or i saw it i saw what it is it's alive and you're just like yeah. you know more questions and you just you're just helpless you're just all this destruction yeah. and chaos around you and oh, it that, felt that was really real cool. or the scene where they're focusing on the army men shooting at clovey and then you see these things fall from the sky and it's real that they're just parasites that's i think that's pretty terrifying because then it's not only just an attack to the building, but it's also like a ground attack, and it's like oh, like oh, like that's more that's more scarier, I would say. But yeah, either either one of those scenes I liked, pretty terrifying. From what I've seen, most people either they don't really either really like it or really hate it. It's just a movie that exists. It's not something it that you're like. I wouldn't watch huh? it. Again. I wouldn't watch it. Again. Yeah, I don't think there's a rewatch value for this. I don't. People don't. People aren't like, oh man, I really like this movie. But people also aren't like, I really hate it. Like, you don't like it or hate it. It's just... Like, if it's on, if someone's watching it who hasn't seen it, I'll be like, eh, I'll stick around just to, like, you know... Yeah. Some parts again, but I won't physically go out of my way, put the movie on, and rewatch it. Yeah. It's just whatever. Like, Which is one of the reasons why I didn't even want to put it on my list except for the fact that it, it is found footage because even like at least critters i hate <laughs> i hate critters, but that's the reason why i put it on the list because i hate it and i wanted to show it to people who can then end up being like yeah no robert you're right in justifying that you do hate it but like in this it's like it's just whatever it's like godzilla meets the blair witch project as five young new york new york new yorkers record a horrific monster attack on our herky jerky home video while running for their lives a lot of people are comparing this to the Blair Witch, which is understandable. That's literally, if someone were to ask you to describe Cloverfield, Godzilla meets Blair Witch Project. Bam. But you need to know. Okay, I'm done. I've seen the movie then. People die, sure. It's not bad. It's not egregiously bad. It's directed by Matt Reeves, so I know it could be better. The characters can be better. The characters in the Planet of the Apes trilogy, I like. I don't like any of these characters. <laughs> But not only um, that, but they're all dead. So like in the like sequels or whatever, it's like you get new people. So you're just like, eh. Here yeah. We go Same monster, different people. Yeah. Even then, the monsters are different. Which now that you bring it up, ooh, moving on to the legacy of this film, of which there are two other films. And that being said, before I go on to the legacy of the film, Cloverfield is. J.J. Abrams' brainchild. And here's the rant I've been meaning to go over. Here we go, boys. Strap in. J.J. Abrams, the whole Cloverfield idea, the whole idea of this creature came from him. It's, it's, it's him, produced it, produced all of the movies. It's all his idea. He wanted a horror franchise. This is it. The Cloverfield franchise is his horror franchise. But I know J.J. Abrams, and I... He's one of my least favorite directors. And I'm sorry if I'm finding people out there who like J.J. Abrams movies, but I hate him. He has a tendency, he has this, he has this concept, which if you, he has a TED Talk on it, actually. And it's about a mystery box. And what's in a mystery box? As a movie person, you can have a mystery box and not reveal what it is because it, it keeps people asking for more. That maybe there are times when mystery is more important than knowledge. I started getting interested in this. And so I started thinking about Lost and the stuff that we do, and I realized, oh my God, like mystery boxes are everywhere in what I do. And how, the thing is that, that it represents 
infinite possibility. It represents hope, it represents potential. And what I love about this box, and what I realized I sort of do in, in whatever it is that I do, is I, I find myself drawn to infinite possibility and that sense of potential. Kind of like how Cynthia said, like, if you don't see the monster, it keeps you intrigued, it keeps you on the edge of your seat. Like, well, I wanna see it, I wanna see it. But you have to reach a climax when you see it, like a satisfying one where you're like, oh, that's what it is. Like, in, like after all that, after all of that, you wanting to know what it is, you have to deliver on it. JJ Abrams does not know how to do that. And I will use other franchises to explain that. For instance, and he, he uses that concept, by the way, in everything he works on, everything. I will use Star Wars and Star Trek as examples because I feel like he has destroyed those franchises. I'm sorry if you guys like the Star Wars sequels or Star Trek, the new movies, but J.J. Abrams directed The Force Awakens, right? I would say there's no creativity in that because it's literally just... Or, okay, so I don't like The Force Awakens. I know people like The Force Awakens. I don't like it. It was like all it. right. It was all right. Okay, yes, it's all right, but that's because it's a modern version of A New Hope. That's like that's why it 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 has. It's not like it's not it's not a. I was gonna say it's not a remake, but that's kind of what it is. But it's a modern remake. It's like Retelling. it takes all the it takes all the major beats, but just changes it up. For instance, in the beginning of New Hope, you have the droid who has the plans for something that's important. The droid escapes captivity and finds the hero who's on a desert planet. Right, R two D two, New Hope. Uh, Darth Vader captures Leia, but R2-D2 escapes captivity, ends up on Tatooine, meets our hero on the desert planet, Luke. If you go to The Force Awakens, Poe is with BB-8. BB-8, like R2-D2 had the plans for the Death Star, BB-8 has the plans to find Luke Skywalker's whereabouts. BB Poe gets captured, BB-8 escapes captivity, ends up on the desert planet Jakku meets yes. our hero Ray. Yes. You have the old mentor who is kind of a leftover from the previous trilogy to help be the guiding force in this movie. For instance, if you watch this chronologically, you have Obi-Wan who's from the prequel trilogy. Obi-Wan is the guiding mentor for Luke in and you hope he's a leftover of the story from the prequels even though the people came after, but you know, like you get what I mean, right? Yeah. And this Han Solo, Han Solo is the leftover of the original trilogy. He's the mentor. He's showing Finn and Ray, you know, all about the millennium Falcon. He, and then of course they both die on a death star esque ship. Yes. Obi-Wan dies at the hands of Vader on the death star. Han Solo dies at the hands of Kylo Ren on storm on star killer base yeah and it was basically retelling yeah and star killer base is literally just the death star 3.0 which i hate because at least the death star was creative even though they used it twice but the star killer base is such a cop-out because death star destroys planets one at a time and it you feel this the sense of urgency like you have to destroy the death star the star killer base manages to destroy like eight 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 planets in one blow and it's like hell yeah okay i guess, I guess that's <laughs> okay, what we're... I guess. 
I mean, in a couple of minutes, you destroy the Republic in like two minutes. But that's that's me explaining how The Force Awakens is literally just a rehash of New Hope. But J.J. Abrams uses that concept of the mystery box, which I it's a good concept, and I hate the way he uses it. The reason why it's great is because you pay it off, or you don't make it a plot point of your movie. For instance, in Pulp Fiction, I know they have this whole suitcase where you're like, what's in it? What's in it? Um, they never reveal it. Yeah, but it's it doesn't affect future installments. It doesn't affect the story. You get what I mean? Whereas in The Force Awakens, why is Luke Skywalker on this island? Why is he there? Like, what is it? Like, like I wouldn't... What happened to make Luke Skywalker go there? Why did Han Solo leave Leia? Why did Kylo Ren, the son of Han and Leia, become evil? Why did this happen? Why did that happen? You want to know why. He doesn't answer, which is fine. You can answer in the other movies. But he didn't give notes. He didn't tell anyone. But he had planned because he had no plans. He was like, alrighty, next director, take what I use. He which, was like, bet. Fine. I know they did want to do what the original Star Wars trilogy did, but in modern days, in, in modern day, when it comes to building a universe, you have to have a plan, which is why the MCU works. Because there's a that's why Star Wars fails. Cause it, it worked back then because it was it was inventive then. But now it's like, well, you can't just do that anymore. You can't just and keep so on when, going, dude. When Ryan Johnson comes in and explains, well, this is why Kylo Ren became evil. This is why Luke's on the island. This is why that. This is why this. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't feel satisfying because it's not what you were. It doesn't build off if J.J. Abrams were to have directed, say, um, the second movie in the trilogy and explain it. It would have made, it would have been satisfying. I can guarantee it would have been satisfying because it would have been his idea. But even he didn't have an idea. He's like, just whatever, man, whoever is next, follow the story. Which, no, that's not how you plan things out. And then so eventually they saw the dumpster fire that was the last Jedi because people oh weren't satisfied with the story. There was nothing satisfying about that damn story. Yeah, but I don't, I don't fully blame Ryan Johnson. Yes, I don't like what he did, but also it's not his fault because even no, there was no plan. J.J. Abrams didn't say anything, so it was like, well, let me just do what I'm gonna do then because that's what the last guy did. And so obviously when they that's contacted what the Ryan last Johnson, guy did. They contacted uh, J.J. Abrams to do The Rise of Skywalker. I was like, people were hyped. And I'm like, why are you hyped? It's not going to be good. And yes, I was right. What dude, does come each on, man. trilogy... No, it's not good, dude. What does each oh, trilogy man. do? How does each trilogy end? Palpatine is the main villain of each trilogy before. Why not make him the villain in this trilogy? Even though it doesn't make any sense. But hey. J.J. Abrams following how the trilogies end, man. You gotta tie it back together. That's why people hate the sequel trilogy because it's a mess. It's a mess. It's all J.J. Abrams' fault, though. J.J. Abrams kind of did the same to Star Trek. He wanted to talk about, you know, he wanted to make a movie on the famous Star Trek characters. Yeah. Captain Kirk, uh, Spock, you know those characters, even if you don't watch Star Trek. Never seen an episode, by the way. Never seen a movie. Their stories are told. Their stories are told. Generations have passed. You have Picard, who's part of the new generation. You can't make new movies on these characters when it wouldn't make it wouldn't fit anymore. So what do you do? 
time travel. We have you can keep all we the stories. We have the you technology. Like. We have the technology. <laughs> you can oh, keep that was basically the that entire movie. Is like we have the yeah. technology. You can keep the stories you like growing up. Heck, we even have old Spock to show that. But these are new stories. It's called the Kelvin timeline now. So yeah. And, you know, it's a cop-out. That's what I hate about J.J. Abrams. It's, he uses all of his movies, all of his franchises are cop-outs. I'm sorry I went on a rant, but that's the reason why this franchise is a mess. Cop-outs. He's cheap. Lazy. Sorry. But anyways, but that's what he does. So, Damn. So. <laughs> Harsh words. So. I feel like at this so point, you should, at this point, you should just sue the guy for emotional distress. <laughs> so, J.J. Abrams wants a horror franchise, but he doesn't put the work into it, just like he did with Star Wars, just they, like he they did, did Star Trek. So much retconning, like a ridiculous amount of retconning yeah. to make it work. Yeah, like it's and insane the amount of shit they they try to like explain away. He wanted a franchise, right? A horror franchise. Yeah. But the thing is. He didn't put the work into it. He didn't care. He didn't care where the franchise went. So instead of trying to produce new movies, instead of saying, well, this is where the franchise can go with these monsters, with these creatures, another movie was being made called The Cellar. There was another movie being made about this lady who was being kind of held hostage by this guy in his bunker. And he was saying, you know, there's these creatures above. There's these creatures who have invaded the planet. They're aliens. And you can't go out. And it's a psychological movie. And at the end, you know, it's revealed that it is. J.J. Abrams bought the rights to that. Because it was like, oh, oh that yeah. idea sounds really good. Yeah, he's like, that sounds sick. Yoink. Yeah, that's literally what he did. He Instead of making a new movie, he literally just got another movie. He pulled a Disney. It. He pulled a Disney is what you want to say. Yeah, it, it was supposed to be called The Cellar. But you guys know it as 10 Cloverfield Lane. That's right. That movie was supposed to be something else. And Entirely. Yeah, he... Like, not even, like, that whole sequence yeah. at the end, I don't think that was even supposed... Like, it, the whole time it was supposed to be that the guy was crazy. It was never yeah. supposed to be that he was telling the truth. By the way, that movie is regarded as the best one in the franchise. John Goodwin, I believe, plays because, the guy. Because he had no... No, no, no. Want to know why? Because he had no... um place in the story that's why he had no control over the story they bought the story from somewhere else that's why it's the best one when you watch cloverfield it's these primitive looking creatures they're these beasts that's what they are they're beasts so that's another thing i want to bring up uh so in the in the movie it's explained that he came from the ocean that he's this thing that's been dormant for how many however long years what was it they said like thousands of years yeah he pulled a godzilla yeah yeah, and then all of a sudden in the later movies they're like, oh no, he was actually an alien. And then That's in the final and then in the final one, so okay, every movie has a different explanation. The first one it's like, oh, it's a it's a it's a um it's like a monster. It's like a a sea creature. And then the second one is like, oh no, it's an alien. And then the third one, they're like, oh, it's an interdimensional being. Like each time <laughs> they just keep getting like more yeah. and more insane and batshit crazy. Yeah, because it's tie it's a, this huge mess together. Yeah, because it's a primitive beast. And then when you watch the second one, which is Ten Cloverfield Lane, it's it's a U. It's literally straight up a UFO. It's a UFO. I don't know how else to explain it. It's a UFO. This creature does. 
that you see in the first, there's no way that creature has the capability to make anything that sophisticated. Oh, no. you know what I mean? The thing's stupid. And so, like, it's stupid. <laughs> so when I mean, you the watch, thing, they could have just done what Godzilla do, which is like <laughs> what Godzilla do. Giant meteor housed. Oh fucking! I don't remember the monster. Oh, King Ghidorah. Ghidorah? Yeah, King Ghidorah. Just we had it. Do you know? It's just in a meteor. It was just there. You know. Yeah. Outer yeah, that space was the whole thing. being, it's just there. Yeah, but yeah, like, J.J. Abrams didn't care about making new movies until the opportunity presented itself, is what I'm trying to say. The movie yeah. The Cellar was presented, oh, bought that, reworked it into the franchise, changed a little bit things here and there. Change, bought it, change it, bing, bam, boom, got a movie. Part of the franchise. Heck Part yeah. of the Second franchise. Now, actually... I just researched this up, and he actually did the same with the third one. It was actually supposed to be called God Particle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so the third one, again. Now, the third one has the most changes, I believe. Because in the second one, there's not much change. There obviously is some to make it part of the franchise. But the third one is about the scientists in the future who make some satellite, which creates these interdimensional portals as alex had mentioned and there's these alternate reality shenanigans right um and then it's revealed that through that they had accidentally opened up a portal which led the cloverfield monsters into you know, you know as as you do as you do but it was actually originally supposed to be just called god particle and again jj abrams incorporated it into the cloverfield franchise and now it's called cloverfield Parad- paradox and in the, the paradox, process whatever. completely fucking ruined the movie yeah this movie uh <laughs> this movie is regarded as the worst of the franchise by a mile yes that's right you heard us say we didn't like cloverfield well then you can imagine how and we didn't watch this you can imagine how cloverfield paradox paradoxes viewed as but yeah it he literally just uses movie as an excuse to explain where the creatures came from well, then how does that tie in the aliens from the second? Well, they're also interdimensional beings from a different reality where aliens exist from. And it's like, why? This is so it's lazy, like, dude. Why? This, this franchise encapsulates AJ Aaron's perfectly. I'm sorry if you like the sequels from Star Wars. I don't. They're a cop out. Sorry you might you enjoy them. Sorry. Basically, what Robert's trying to say is sorry if you don't have any class. Not fuck with <laughs> <laughs> no, I, like if I'm you kidding. like them, I'm kidding. I like no, them. No, no, no. I actually enjoy the Star Wars movies. They were fun to watch. If you if you like them, that's that's cool. But like my personal opinion is, fuck them. He's cheap, and the reason why they failed, at least why the majority of people say that they fail, is because of J.J. Abrams. And even though people are like, well, he did the Force Awakens, and I'm like, well, that's exactly how you set the wrong foot to begin the franchise. But anyways. Did the same with Star Trek. It's why Star Trek is pretty much dead now. <laughs> but yeah, that was my uh, rant on the legacy of the Cloverfield franchise. Next episode, I I promise I won't be that pissed. Actually, no, I will. He's fucking lying. Um, <laughs> He's lying. Do not believe this. No, no, I do not like next. Okay, so next episode is movie number. Next episode is movie number eighty nine. Expect Finally more ranting. Expect more ranting. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I'll be ranting about the next episode, too. I don't like the movie. It's okay, Robert. Um, it's okay, Bobby. It's okay. I know, but I know 
Now, that being said, I know people do like it. People do like it, but I also know people don't like it. I've looked at the reviews of this movie, and it's actually pretty polarizing. People either like it, people either hate it, and I'm sorry, people, because it's on the list, you can already assume I'm in the camp that hates it. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, you don't hate it that much since it's uh, 89 and not like 95, so... Yeah, the reason I don't hate it, well, I'll actually explain it in that episode, so you guys should tune in. <laughs> By the way, next episode is about a Swedish cult. I already gave it off. You guys already know what movie it is, and you guys are probably like, you hate that movie? Yes, I do. You'll see us next time on that episode. See us next time oh. on Robert Hates. <laughs> Robert Hates Shook should be called Robert Hates These bottom 20 movies on the list yeah um yeah oh so for um, 20 movies we're gonna hear you rant actually don't try and sound so angry <laughs> uh no i would say around movie number 85 it's gonna be better so actually just these last 10 movies but yeah uh i'm your co-host robert and i'm your co-host alex and thank you, Cynthia, for joining us on watching Cloverfield. Thank you for Thanks joining us for... on this episode of Robert Hates. Um... <laughs> and having to put up with my rants. Yeah. Thanks for having me here. You don't hey, have to no thank worries. us. See you guys. Hopefully next week. We're going to try. <laughs> and catch you guys all on the witching hour.